Alright, welcome back everybody. Welcome back. I'm Matt. Jimmy. We are two average guys here uh, <laughs> talk about Husker football and uh, what we were, I don't know, unfortunate to have to see yesterday against Indiana. Um, we, yeah. we, we took the took the loss there and um, I just really didn't look that good doing it. Uh, for the most part, I guess... Yeah, I guess we'll kind of discuss both sides of the ball here is probably the best way to do it is split between offense and defense. Right, let us know what you think because, <clears throat> I don't know, I've been thinking a lot about it. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, right off the bat, um, Vedro got the start, uh, which I was expecting Martinez. But when, he, when I saw that knee brace, I thought, yeah, that's pretty, it's a pretty big knee brace. Yep. So I don't know if he's going to be going uh, or if we really want him to. Vedro came out and uh, they went boom, boom, boom. Scored. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It looked like UCF, you know, of past. It looked like kind of where we what we want to look like. Um, and you know, we saw a decent amount of that throughout the game. But can't win, can't stop anybody. That is, that is very true. Um, so let's let's focus a little bit on the offense first. Okay. Well, so I think that's the bright spot of the game was our offense. Um, Finally. Finally. Um, you know, I feel like, you well, know, we, we all know Bedrill can run the offense. Um, I think a lot of people are like, there's no way he can match the talent. I still don't know if he has the talent that Martinez has overall. Um, but, I mean, he, he's going out there, he's playing, and he's playing he, well. <clears throat> he looked like he wanted it more than we've seen Martinez a little, you know, yeah. this, this season. Yeah, I can, I can he, see that. You know, he, he's, <clears throat> he came back to Nebraska because he's from here, and he wanted an opportunity to play yeah. for Nebraska. And, you know, obviously that wasn't the option right away, but he has been patient, and obviously Martinez is hurt and, you know, not performing that great. He took advantage of an opportunity, and, and he did a very good job of it yesterday. Yeah, I think overall, I mean, overall we only had three incompletions yesterday. We were 19-22 <laughs> between the two quarterbacks. And then Spielman had a throw, so we were actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 then Spielman. Um, you know, Spielman, not Wandale. Yeah. I had an argument about that. Um, you know, I thought it was, it was fun to watch. Um, it was fun to watch the way our offense clicked. Spielman had a couple good catches yesterday. Um, you got no involved. I mean, some some guys that you know maybe they didn't contribute a lot, but you know, big throw to Mike Williams when we needed it. Yeah, um, yeah. Just at that point, right before that, I said, "Well, look at that. We're going to go another three and out because the first right. two uh, play calls were garbage." Well, we got lucky with the face mask. On, I don't know if it was that drive. Mm-hmm. Whatever drive, drive yeah. but still, um, yeah. You know, uh, aside from federal fumble in that one that they almost ran back. That he caught the guy. I couldn't believe that yeah. it was him that caught him. I mean, they still ended up scoring. That was kind of a big swing. Um, just a couple of inopportune turnovers. Yeah, I mean, we we had another we had another fumble. Um, you know, Noah, we got to protect the ball better because um, those turnovers, those were 14 points on turnovers, and that was a really good field position. We were like on the on the inside the 15, I think. That was after a punt. Yeah. Uh, so that put that, that gave them really good field position, short field, and really, I mean, talk about that fumble. They ran back all the way inside the ten, and once again, they have eight yards for their scored. offense to score. So that's fourteen points. We really Plus just a gave shank them. punt that they started at thirty-five. Yep, and yeah, and I'm not giving our defense any any credit because of the short field. Um, 
big defenses come up big when they need to and in positions like that. And or at some point. <laughs> at some point in the game. some point in the um, game. Again, on offense, though, I, I was really impressed with, with Bedrill. He had a really good game. Um, I still think we missed a lot of opportunities though, on offense. I still think when we have those opportunities on offense to capitalize, they gave us 30 yards and penalties on one of those drives, and we didn't, cap- we didn't score. We got zero points. Um, I, and I'm not really sure. I don't know I don't know if it's the execution. Our offensive line, I thought, played better. A little bit better. But I think the defense was a little bit worse than some of the ones we've seen. Yeah. Uh, maybe up front. Maybe, that, if anything, that was the biggest thing. We were able to get more of a push than we have against others. I mean, obviously, Wandale had a great game. Lucky to have him back. Yes. Um, you know, I was talking about it with somebody today. Obviously, Vettel got hurt. McCaffrey came in and, and showed that he's got some some ability. Yeah. And, you know, when you have McCaffrey and Wandale pretty much running the show as two yeah. true freshmen, I know hopefully we can still keep McCaffrey's red shirt. He's got two more games he can play. And, yep. You know, honestly, it's kind of a tough situation because you want to get to six. You want to get that bowl game. You need it. You need those extra practices. You need to get there. Do you burn a red shirt for that? Unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't think you do. And I, I don't, don't think you do either. I would rather keep his red shirt than and, get a bowl and game. And you possibly. can play Andrew Bunch, who's actually played. Yeah, and that, that's that's what I'm thinking. If if we let's say we beat Purdue next week and then we lose to Wisconsin yeah, and then we got to win our last two games, Maryland or Iowa, I'd still rather not play him unless it's an absolute where Martinez. He's the only one that can go. I mean, he's the only you know, you don't play him in Wisconsin. No, you don't play him in the Wisconsin game. I mean. I know they got blown out by Ohio State yesterday. Story every week. So else. <laughs> but um, yeah, as much as I'd like to beat Wisconsin, because we never do. Yeah. You don't risk the kid getting hurt, and you don't, you know, give him an opportunity to play another game. But yeah, keep his red shirt. Yeah, and I, I don't think they will. I think I think they're going to be smart on that. Um, the difference between five and seven and six and six. Yeah, you you're going to get a bull bid. But what's more important? A bull bid or keeping McCaffrey for another season? Yes. Yeah, so um, I don't think they're, they're going to burn it. Um, just yeah, I saw some somebody today posting that they should play him the rest of the season. And you know, I mean, at this point, all the court, all all three of them are hurt. Yeah. I mean, I know Pedro yeah. came back in, but because he and they, said, they, hurt. <laughs> they said Martinez was available for the game, but it was going to be you know, and actually he almost went in yeah. at the end, but. Sounded like better was good enough. He was in, he was well enough to get in. Um, It'll be interesting to see who they go with this next week. Yeah, I mean, if it's it's depending on who's if Martinez is ready, who's Martinez healthy, is um, who's not, and who's you know who they trust. I yeah, don't. yeah, and I you know I like Bedrill. He's got a lot of heart. He plays hard. He plays well. Um, he gets it. I think when it comes to just. The tempo, the tempo looked really good, and of course they had all the oh, all the better injuries. Yeah, uh, when we went high tempo, but um, the coach's kid felt yeah at least two or three three times, times I think. But um, you know, I think our offense did fine. We scored thirty one points against Indiana. That should have been enough to win the game. Agreed. Against Indiana, absolutely. And against, I mean, I know that that kid was their starter last year, but he's their backup. Yep. Their starter got hurt, and he and he, 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 he was hurt. Experience. He was hurt for half right. the game. I mean, we drilled him on a on a blitz. Got hit. Actually, probably could have been a penalty. He drilled him with his helmet right in the stern. Right. Um, I'm they didn't call that. But I mean, he could have busted a rib. Who knows? But he still played and played well, and we had no answer for him on defense. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? 
Oh, somebody, I was talking to somebody, and they said, you know, this is the first game that, at least offensively, it looks like we can kind of just plug and play. Yeah. Uh, you know, because Lego got hurt, and then McCaffrey came in, and it was like we didn't miss a beat. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's kind of how it was, I think, with Frost and staff at, at UCF. Mackenzie Milton got hurt. Yep. Vedro came in, or whoever else came in, and they, they didn't, they, they played the exact same, same offense, way. yeah. So, um, that hasn't really seemed to be the case this year. Um, no. For whatever reason. But yesterday was the first time that we've seen that, so that was kind of a positive that I took away from the game. Yeah, and really on the positive side, again, you had two true freshmen running the offense for a lot of the game in McCaffrey and Robinson. Um, and that should be a bright spot. Um, we know, I think I saw somewhere we have 78 freshmen on the team, um, whether they're redshirt or not. Um, that's a lot of freshmen. And, and the next highest number of, of class is sophomores. So we are and we're like 24 and 20-something 20 for junior seniors. So, we are very low on on top heavy as far as age goes. So um, right, and I know people are getting frustrated, and people are calling for Frost Head, and it's people are idiots though. It's just stupid. Uh, yeah, I I went to bed early last night. I stayed <laughs> off of social media because I just can't get I can't get sucked down the rabbit holes anymore. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple comments we'll visit real quick, and I'll, I'll finish my um, uh, recap of the offense. Um, Jordan said, I'm pretty sure the 94 alumni team could run over our defense. You might not be far off there. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Donnie, what's up? Uh, Ross says, Luke might play against Purdue and Maryland. I mean, if you want to give him the four games, maybe. If you want to get two wins, maybe. I'm, I'm just not, I'm not sold on him maybe playing a whole game, though. Agreed. If he plays, he might play a half. And the only reason I say that is because he is small. Yeah. Like, even my wife, Mahila, when we were watching the game yesterday, she's like, man, he's really good, but he is really small. And I'm not saying that I, don't, that I want him to gain a bunch of weight like Martinez yeah. did from season one to two. But, you know, and they liked him to run the ball a lot, which yep. is great. He's great at it. Um, and I said right before he threw that touchdown pass, I said, Man, he hasn't really, he hasn't really tried to think downfield, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, boom. that was awesome. Um, yeah, he, he is small, and, and Dwayne mentioned, too, you know, with, with our top three quarterbacks dinged up, that redshirt consideration might not be a factor anymore. You're going to play who's ready to go. And that very well could be And that was basically what I had yeah, read earlier today. That, that it may well just be happen. you don't have an option, but you do. You have Andrew Bunch who's played, and – he, he's more. He's more, he's not a great runner, but if you have to play him, and if they really want to reserve the red shirt, they'll play him. Yeah. If, that, if that's what we have to do, and is it the best option? Probably not. Um, I but I. But we'll say Tom tough spot. When <laughs> yeah. you need to get to six. I'm not the coach, so I'm not going right. to make that decision. <laughs> um, but you know, I I do think again on the offense, it was, it was really great to see. Luke go in there and just the confidence level. I mean, again, true freshman. And then I, I text somebody. I said, well, yeah, like their whole family is a bunch of freak athletes. They are all right. His brother at Michigan is really good. He'd actually probably be playing if he didn't get that concussion a couple weeks ago. Right. He'd probably be playing right now because Shea Patterson, don't look at the game last night because that wasn't him. That was their Notre Dame defense was awful. But um, Shea Patterson is not a great quarterback. And I think McCaffrey could probably do – I think it's Dylan – 
could probably run that offense better than Shea Patterson and have less turnovers. But Well, and he was a winner in high school. Yeah. He won a state championship in Colorado. Um, I think his dad's the coach. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just, I just got that <laughs> that winning in him. Yeah, so of, I, I think thing. if we have to play him, if it's something where all our other quarterbacks are no-goes, they'll play. They'll play him. Um, Ross says that Martinez is back next week. And that's what I was told. Uh, that's what I kind of heard last week was um, last week he was close to being ready. So this week he was probably a hell of a lot closer, or two weeks ago. So after a bye week, he probably was 90, 90%. But, again, what, they were probably want to risk it. I don't know. Well, a combination of not wanting to risk it and the coaches thinking that the other guys could get it done. Yeah. And they played well enough to get it done. Absolutely. Um, you know, Ross also said freshmen are kind of the highlight of the season. Um, you know, we are seeing a lot from the front, from the young guys. And that's showing that that recruiting class is going to be coming up. And I think a lot of our redshirt guys that I, w- I want to see more of them play this year, right. like the guys like Darian Chase, I mean, Ramir Johnson, for shit, I mean, what, he's been in one game? He's been in two games, I think. So Man, last mm. night would have been an opportune time to get him in um, because these are Mills. I don't think he had a carry in the second half. I don't know if he was playing. I don't think he played in the second half. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know, know if he had a carry. I don't know what the deal was. And I'm, um, not, I'm not sure. I know he missed a big block. Um I think that caught that ended up being that fumble that Federal had uh, the second. Oh no, no, no! I mean, it was all over the place today. Um, Frost was calling plays out, and people were like, "Take a look at yourself." I mean, I get it, but yes and no. You you can <laughs> you can only do so much. I mean, well, it wasn't just Frost calling players out. It was other players. It was Wanda Robinson, Garrett Nelson. Nelson. Was, yeah, I mean, you're talking about the guys coming into a system, and they're saying that you know guys aren't taking it serious. Guys aren't preparing well, guys are sitting around at practice. Like, the whole hoodie comment, people took – they just they took that too far. He's saying that they're not preparing, they're not prepping for the game properly. It's not just about wearing a hoodie. He's saying that they are just not prepared and prepping themselves for the right. game before the game. I mean, if he's right, he's right. He's a coach. I'm not a coach. I'm not there. I, mean, I don't know. But. I, I didn't watch – I mean, I don't know how many plays exactly Garrett Nelson was in there, but the one I text you about, they show him. And then he's just flying. Yeah. And I don't know if he was in on the tackle, uh, caused the tackle to happen, you know, quicker than it would have. Yeah. He's flying all over the place. I want guys like that. Yeah. yeah and, you know, we knew he had art coming in. You could see it, um, you know, coming into the season. I, whether he's a Nebraska kid or not, I, yeah. I mean, I, it makes it better because he is. Yeah. But I just want all kinds of players like that. Yeah. You can be from anywhere. I don't care. We need we need that fire, and we need somebody to step up. They mentioned even, uh, I think, the day before on Friday that Darren Daniels had to tell people to stop stop messing around in the weight room and get to work. I mean, you still got some guys that aren't apparently not putting in the work that they should. And, and I don't get it. And I know that you know people are like, well, Frost said the culture shifted and this and that. Like, it's still been a year and a half of a, of a season of – coaching for him and his staff and you gotta still give him time. You can't just call for someone's head. Now you can be you can be pissed at anybody on that team um if you don't want to call out the kids like he is. Listen, if you call out a kid, if I'm if I'm a football player, like we played sports, you're gonna call me out. Well guess what? It's, you're probably right. right. The next game I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna do better. Well and I'm not gonna make those same one mistakes. One thing that was really upset that really upset me yesterday was you guys are wearing these black shirt jerseys. 
and you have like your worst game on defense. Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what Garrett said. Garrett Nelson said, you know, I bet the you know the the guys from the '90s, the true black shirts, are probably punching holes in walls right now because of how we played. And he may be right. Maybe some new holes were created in someone's house, but. Um, you know, and, and I saw, you mentioned, you mentioned, um, uh, staying on social media. I saw someone comment and say, oh, well, they got at least 50 yards on you. Uh, it, it, it wasn't, yeah, maybe he crashed once or twice, but that, that's a team thing. It ain't on him. It's, and it's a scheme. It, it's not necessarily him either. So what are, what are we doing on defense? What's the play call? What's, what are our linemen doing? You want to talk about defense? How many times did we hit the quarterback yesterday? Twice, yeah. We had probably. one sack and one hit. Well, and we had a couple late. We had a stupid late hit too. It was like three seconds out of his hand, and we. Get, no, how very? No, that was well, okay. We had two. There we a, had the, there was a very late hit. Gary Davis had one too. Oh, yeah. And then Davis is getting reamed on the sideline. He was yelling at the wrong Davis, um, but I'm sure he got to got over to Carlos and yelled at him too. But right, I mean, we're seeing. We're seeing yeah. stupid mistakes on defense. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is. Um, Especially when early on the the run defense was was great, and I don't know if it's your matchup against what teams you're playing. Yeah. But you know, it's like we can't play a full game. Either no. the defense plays great and you hold a team to ten points, but you can't score and you barely win a game thirteen times. Or what happened yesterday? The offense is clicking for mm-hmm. once. Has a couple turnovers, a couple mistakes that lead to <laughs> points the other way. Yeah. But the defense, you know, it, it's kind of like that, you know, when 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 we had Sue and the defense was fantastic. Yeah. And no offense. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, oh, yeah. And it's like we got to figure out a way to get them to get like yeah. the the three fours not <laughs> working for Nebraska. I, I don't think it is. Um, and the Big Ten. And you, I think you do have to look a little bit at the players that we have on defense, where they're at in their college career, because you got to remember that we had uh, they went they're on a some of them are on a third defense coordinator, right? And third different scheme too. I mean, we had uh, what's his bucket before Diaco, um, and we got rid of him, brought in Diaco. He switches the, from the four three to the three four. And then we're still in the 3-4, but Shenander's different. He just has a different way of trying to run the defense. And you can see it, and sometimes we go to, ta- to to make that tackle. They're not tackling the guy. We're getting carried for five yards. You know, why are they going for the damn ball? Make a tackle. I know. Lamar Jackson did that. My dad's like, why didn't he just tackle him? Like, they teach turnovers. They're not teaching to tackle the, to tackle the player. They're teaching get the ball. So he's I trying know. to get the ball, and he gains another five, six yards on the play. It's, it's frustrating, but that's how – and they mentioned that, like, we'll, we'll give up some big plays because we're going to score more, and we're going to get some turnovers. Well, guess what? We're not getting any turnovers. We, we were really good the first, what, three, four games. I think we had, like, 12 turnovers. Yeah, we, we did. Any, we have had, like, two cents. It's, it's been awful. I know. I've said, this, I've said this multiple times, but, you know, I'm just curious to see. It almost feels like this frost system would work better if Nebraska was still in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. If you watched Oklahoma and Kansas State yesterday, there's no defense. They yep. just go, go, go. You get an opportunity to get a turnover, and then you turn that into points. Yeah. And that's not how the Big Ten really is. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and and so, you know, I, I do believe um, our defensive players, 
I still think they have talent, but we're not making adjustments. We have our linebackers covering wide receivers. Their best, wide, number one, number three last night. Those guys were making catches. They're taller than our linebackers. They're taller than our corners, well, but we still had our linebackers covering them. That dude had over 150 yards receiving, and we got Mo Barry or Honus covering them every time. Or Colin Miller. I mean, yeah. Getting burned. It's just, but they're a linebacker. They should have covered a wide right. receiver, and that's frustrating to me. Um, I think Lamar although, I don't, although I don't know if they could cover a tight end. Pride Doman came up. You might be the only one right. who could do a good job of covering a tight um, end. Lamar Jackson and Kevin Boodle, I think, are good, but they are on an island every single play. Yeah. So, and I know Frost even said that, you know, we got to figure out a way to get some, some pass rush because, you know, they're slipping guys out and we have to have an outside linebacker take yep. a, a running back or, or a slot receiver. And then you have those guys going deep and they're 6'3 and yep. you got 5'10 guys, you know, they're good. I mean, Lamar Jackson is taller than that. Yeah. But it, it makes it pretty difficult. Yeah. And, you know, I thought, and we're not seeing him and Boodle don't get tested a lot. They really don't. Because they're, they're, right. they, they cover well. But, but when, they, when, but they, when do, they do, you see Nebraska or federal fumbles and they take it back to the eight yard line yep. and they do a fade and the guy's 6'3. Pretty, pretty, pretty decent, good, yep. pretty decent coverage, I thought. He was right there. The guy just had a couple inches on him and yep. was able to snatch the ball. Yeah. And, you know, our, our linebackers need to figure it out. Plain and simple. And, we we've said we said this week after week and it's frustrating to keep repeating it. We don't cover the gaps. Linebackers don't hit the gaps, uh, and they engage with somebody every time. They don't try to fill the hole. They run into somebody. You can't make a play if you are engaged with the defender. It's really hard as a linebacker, but our defensive line's got to get through too. We got to get pressure. We got to do something different. The couple times we did blitz last night, we sent like two or three guys. Don't send two or three. Just send an, one extra guy, and you got a better chance. But instead, it's almost like an all-out blitz with and then you, one guy, one linebacker covering, and you got our corners and our safety. So you put ourselves in a tough spot when you do that, and they get an easy slip out and kill us. I just, I, I think our, I love Mo Berry. I think he's extremely overrated, though. He's got heart, but the guy doesn't do shit on defense. Yeah, he really I doesn't. Think, I think uh, Dolman is our best linebacker. Right. But they don't go to his side. They go to Honus, which I think Honus is good, but they can go to the middle all day, and Mo Berry ain't going to make the tackle. You know why? He overruns plays. Hey, or really, he doesn't make the tackle. He goes for it, but he doesn't make it. He's really good. I don't know if the scheme is if they run two, off. He's really good. They run um, at him. Because he was a lot better last year. Um, they, they had a, a pass out to a wide receiver to the left, just a quick pass. Again, he's the one running out there to make the tackle. No one else is there. But he's coming from the middle linebacker spot. He's running full speed right at the guy. The guy's just caught the ball. He's about to make a move. Muhammad Barry breaks down. Gets, gets down to, like, what are you going to do? The guy jukes right around him. Like, right. dude, keep running at him. Don't don't break down. You already got full speed. Now he's going to beat you because you're flat-footed, and that's what happened. I feel like he reminds me a lot of Levante David. They just have him. There's a different system, and he could be as good as Muhammad, as uh, Levante David was. I think Levante David played outside linebacker, and it was a different, it was a different defense. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It is, it's it's pretty discouraging because a guy that was in on every tackle last year, yeah. he seems a little bit lost. 
Yeah. Um, it's extremely discouraging. I mean, stuck in no man's land. Whether you know, again, then, yeah, it's not that I don't like him. I, I think he's got the heart. I think he's got the determination. Exactly I just, he he looks like he's lost every play. He really yeah. does, and it's it's frustrating to watch. Um, Zom said, you know, usually even bad teams, you can find one thing you do well as a team, and uh, he he's not seeing anything. We got inconsistency on offense. Our defense is just playing awful. I agree on that. Inconsistent offense, yes. Ill time penalties and bad turnovers. I mean. You, we, so we improved last year. We we started off 0 and 6, and we improved. I'm like carry that momentum into this year. You know, we're we're at what four and one at one point. Now we're four and four. So we're we're three and one. Whatever. Either way, we're we're not improving. We're getting worse. I think so too. And that I, I don't I don't even know what to think about that. Like how do you get how do you just continually get worse week after week? And you had a bye week to prepare for Indiana, and you still sucked. I just, all right, let's get our offense. 31 points should be enough, but I we mean, should have scored 50 points. It seems we like. We left points on the board. It seems like we spent the bye week trying to fix things on offense. When <laughs> it looked like yeah. we, we, did yeah. fix, we, we did fix some things on offense so that we looked more of what we want to look like. Yeah. But we didn't fix anything on defense. Yeah, and, and it looked the same way it did against Minnesota. We shoot ourselves again in the foot more than once. Ill-time penalties. Um, we can't stop anything on third down. No. I mean, third, third down, you could go. Even fourth down. You, could go, a couple you, you could go third and, third and one to third and 23, and they would still probably get it. Or we get a penalty to give them a first down. Yeah, I mean, you, you are getting <clears throat> exactly ill-time penalties and a lot of mental mistakes out there, which – Equally as frustrating as the physical mistakes on the field. But, I mean, yesterday, 100% on our defense. I mean, you can't, you can't put that loss on anybody but the defense. The 14 points on turnovers suck, but that's not nearly as bad as our defense and how they played. And a lot of people don't like Frost calling out players or saying point the finger back at yourself. But, again, they, he's got a game plan. He's the offensive play caller. So if he's calling out his defensive players, he's also calling out his coach. He's not going to do that in the media, right. and he's not saying specific names on defense. He's saying they're not doing good enough. And if anybody wants to argue that and say point a finger at yourself, I think you're wrong. I think he's right. You're not doing enough. And the team needs to pick it up next week and say, guess what, I got called out last week, and you're right. Go watch film, and I bet they're going to be like, that's me, that's me, that's me. I, I suck there. I missed a tackle there. We missed a bunch of tackles again, too. You know. I'm getting frustrated. I don't like it. I know. <laughs> And it is. It will be interesting to see if things continue the way that they that they are going. Yep. I mean, at what point is a change made? Yeah. I know Kenna last year loved to say how <laughs> Eric Janander needed to go, and it was year one. Yep. But and I'm not saying that by any means necessarily. But how long does it take before a change is made? Yeah. Well, and and even even on the defensive line. I mean, we've thought, I've talked about it already, but. Yeah, and I think we talked about this year on the show, but you're not seeing our defensive guys trying to make a move towards the quarterback. They're not. You're not seeing them chop arms down. You're not seeing them doing any swim moves around the defense, around the offensive lineman. You, you're not. They're engaging. Right. They're and engaging. they're they're getting no push or, or even doing some type of stunt or they barely do stunts. I mean or anything. I mean, shoot, you could watch. You can watch a team that's like not even very good, and yeah, you know, like a Kansas. I mean, not saying Kansas State's not good, but they. They, and they weren't very good on defense in those last few drives. Yeah. You know, they figure out a way to beat an Oklahoma team that's just been killing it. Yeah. 
Um, same thing with, you know, Kansas can figure out a way to, to win a couple games. Yeah. And they won three games the first time they've had that many wins in like a decade. So Yeah. Um, but, like that many wins in like five seasons combined. But we're not we're not making adjustments and that's and that's on coaching as well. And it's on Frost, it's on Shenander, it's on everybody. Um but I, you know, right. I, I'm just again, I'm a little upset that we didn't see Diedrich Mills in the second uh, second half. Maybe it was hurt. Well, no, why, no, super coy about guys being hurt. So I, I mean, I don't know why. Why Missouri? I mean, bro, we got Brody Bell. We got other guys that can run the ball. And I, Robinson played great, but he's not every every down. I back. mean, he's not. I back. love him out there as much as possible. But we can't see him get hurt. <laughs> I mean, the more he's out there, the yeah. easier he's going to get hurt. Yeah. And I know he's. The type of player that he's that he's going to be out there every possible play that he can. Oh, absolutely. He's that type of, of kid, and he's friggin' awesome. Um, but you can't have you you can't leave guys vulnerable. That's how everybody gets hurt. Yeah, I know. I saw a lot of people. Well, not a lot. I saw people posting about we can't have our quarterbacks running as much as they do because that's why they're all getting hurt. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the style of the offense. Yes and no. I mean, but I mean, anybody can get hurt on any play. Yeah. Um, no. <clears throat> um, let's visit a couple of the, the comments here. Right. Jordan says, "Been ten years since I had top twenty defense." Um, big Ten is big boy football. If you don't have a top twenty-five defense, you don't have a chance. Yeah. I mean, we got to get better. Uh, the mean, defense has to get better. There's no. We you could back. have a top five defense like Wisconsin does. Yep. And still get blown out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zom said, you know, kind of getting sick of Frost not taking any blame at all. Um, yeah. He's blaming players constantly and blaming talent to the media. I know he's not he's not there playing, but or he's he's not out there playing. But at the end of the day, he's supposed to coach them not to do dumb penalties and not turn it over. I mean, the the, the penalties and the turnovers, of course, I'm sure he's preaching. I saw him yell three or four. He's he was yelling at people. He actually yelled at Mike Williams. He was pissed at him. He was pissed at Davis. He said he doesn't yell at players, but he's changing that, and I think it's because of the mindset of some of these players and the stupid penalties that we're doing. Holding on to the ball, like, how often do you have to teach someone to hold on to the damn ball? Right. You're running with the ball like this, it's going to get knocked out. I mean, not to mention you broke one tackle, cover it up. You're going to get hit. You have three guys around you. Oh, and Talking about Noah, say, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> to say, and not to mention, you know, the media and fans and people comments and posts and everything. Yeah. He's getting as frustrated as any as all of us are. Yeah. And he's got all that weight on his shoulders. And I can only imagine I'd probably be yelling at people in the sidelines. Yeah, I mean and, and every everybody wants an answer. Um Yeah, and, and honestly I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's it's frustrating because I get I get why he's pissed. I think he's that's what he's trying to drill into these players is just your your mindset, the way you come into the game, and the the mental part of the game is just as big as the physical part of the game. And if you're not there, mentally prepared to play in this game, whether it's your pregame warm up, whether it's the week of practice, everyone hates people talking about practice, but how you practice and you prepare for that week should carry over into the game and how you play in that game. Right, because and you can't so, just snap your fingers and go to the game. Yeah, and people are like, oh, greatest week of practice. Yes, you can have a great week of practice. You can have your best week of practice and still go and lose because of how you prepare the day of a game. Or how much sleep did you get last night? When did you go to bed? Were you up playing video games? Were you up doing this, that? I mean, there's so many different things that go into it. And, they're and that's why to teach them the right way to do it, and it seems like they're not 
there's quite a few that still are not bought into it. Yeah, and if guys are getting getting mad because they're getting called out, well, it's probably because you're not doing your job. You're, you're not you're not doing what you're there to do, and if you're not making the plays, right, it's it's going to be frustrating. And other guys, the younger guys, are going to see that, and the younger guys are going to respond appropriately because guess what? They want to play. They're there for your spot. I want to see Bryce Benhart in there. I want to see Ty uh, Jimmy Frick. I want to see Ty Robinson, guys that are going to go in. And maybe we will. Maybe we're going to see some changes this next week. Maybe Davis sits a little bit because he's made some stupid penalties well, the last couple games. It is tough because, you know, I was talking to somebody about it. and You know, we want, you know, the biggest thing is offensive and defensive line. Mm-hmm. You said it week in and week out. And you want to be able to put some of these kids in yep. there. But physically, they are not there. Yep. If you are a true freshman, Bryce Benard, Ty Robinson, your body is not there. And you're going to make mistakes because you're not big enough or you're not quick enough. So you try to compensate for that. Um, now, get them in there. They can play four games and you still get yeah. sure. So, I mean, you can throw them in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know how consistently you'll see them in the game. But I think it is tough with some of those guys. And, you know, you need some of them that get a little bit bigger and, you know, maybe a little bit quicker, whatever the case might be. Yep. But that's why, I mean, a skill position guy like Wandale Robinson, you can throw him out there and he can be a stud. But offensive lineman, it's going to be pretty difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. And, and they're, they got to keep growing. they got to keep getting better. Between an 18-year-old and a, say, redshirt senior that's 22, 23 years yeah. old. And they they got to keep competing and keep getting better on the offensive line. There's no doubt about that. It's funny because, uh, you know, a couple of different things. So, Zom, a couple more comments said they don't have a true pass rushers. Um, keep hearing number two is going to be a good pass rusher, but has done shit. So, I mean, is he, is he playing? Better, better see Caleb Tanner on the field. Oh, Caleb Tanner. Well, he said number two. Who else? Yeah, yeah, that is Caleb Tanner. Yeah, he was out there. He didn't. I, I don't mean, see him much, though. I don't, I don't see him. Doing much. I, I thought he'd be a consistent, everyday guy, every down guy, but I'm not seeing him nearly as much as I, th- I wanted to. Um, Zom, it's funny, after I mentioned, you know, putting new guys in, we were just talking about that. Zom mentioned that, too, is he wants to see guys who aren't going to make mistakes and play with some pride, sacrifice, and talent for now. Yeah, I mean, listen, you you got to get in and give him some playing time now because the guy's doing it. If you – guys don't see the consequences coming for the mistakes they're making. Yeah. Davis makes a mistake. He got penalized. He got – punished by the Big Ten, not the coaching. So if Frost wants to start blaming players, start sitting players. Sometimes that's yeah. how you get – and that's not always the answer, but in situations like this where it's the same guys over and over again making the same stupid mistakes, the same late hits, the same penalties, the same holds, the same false starts, whatever it is, if you are that guy, sit on the bench, buddy. You're going to be out for a little bit. And if the other guy's not doing as well, guess what? We'll think about putting you back in. But someone else is going to play with a little more heart, not make the same mistakes, and they want to buy into what I'm saying as a coach and do what I'm saying in practice yeah. and everything else. They're going to play. And, I agree. And, and as you said, they, they don't see the consequences for the mistakes. 100% correct. You're not seeing any consequences for these guys that keep making the mistakes. Davis makes that stupid late hit penalty. Guess what? He's in on the next drive. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm going to yell at you, but guess what? It's okay. You're in the next draft. Uh, you're, let's, let's get some consequences. I mean, 
I know the depth isn't there, so it's, it's really hard. And he's but. not he's not big into consequences either. Crosses and I mean he's got to really have something that says you're gonna sit your ass on the bench now. And uh, it's just it's tough. It's really hard watching. It it's really hard watching this Nebraska team <laughs> I, regress throughout the year. That that is what I think is the hardest thing is seeing them go backwards. I think one of the toughest things is, you know, you lose a game, you kind of. Listen to what people have to say throughout the week, and then by the time the next game comes, like I'm excited. Like when the game was starting, I was excited. Yep. So, you know, we had a bye week, so I'm like, all right, it's been a couple weeks. You know, let's see what we got going. And then you come out and you score, and then you hold them to a field goal, and then you score, score again, yep. and you're like, all right, you know, maybe we figured some things out. And then then that inconsistency came and in then the it, just, it was the same feeling again <laughs> by the end of the game. I was just so mad. I just turned football off, and it's like yeah. I love football. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> hard. It yeah, it's hard. I just turned it off for the rest of the day. I couldn't even watch anymore. Yeah, it is frustrating. Um, and Zom, don't worry. You can comment as much as you want. There's, oh, a, lot, yeah. there's a lot of things to say. That's why we do this because it gives us a chance to vent our frustrations to each other and to anybody. Sometimes watching. they don't even want to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was actually I thought about not doing it today because I, I was just like, what? Do, I don't even want to. Like, I don't want to be mad. I really don't because. I understand the process. I understand well, why and, you have to get the right like, guys in. And I, I liked seeing that offense yesterday. I liked seeing McCaffrey, and I liked Wondell back healthy and yeah. looking the way he did. Yeah. But, um, Jordan also said, very disappointed with the D-line, the depth, um, with all the depth and upperclassmen, thought it would be a strength of the team. But, yeah, yo, we thought it would be, too. I mean, it, and it started off as it a strength. It seemed like it was. Um if anything, that seems like the brightest spot kind of the start yeah. of the season. But, again, I, I think people know that they're going up again. I still think the guys are talented. I think what we're not seeing is, hey, here's what you need to work on. Watch film. Here's what we're seeing. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. Look how you engaged with this guy. You didn't even try to get away. Like, they're not trying to even pull away. And I know we don't get a lot of holding calls uh, in our favor, and you know they happen, but it happens in every game, every team. A lot of holds don't get called, but – that's not the problem. Like, our guys aren't even trying to get away from a block. They yeah. engage, and they just they stay engaged. They're not trying to get away from it. And that's where, that's where coaching comes in. That's where, that's where our defensive line coach and Shenander come in and say, hey, watch this. This is what you're not doing. This is how you're going to get better. And so, yeah, they're, they're upperclassmen. They're older. They've been playing for a while. But we're not seeing improvements. We're not seeing adjustments. And that is on coaching. To, to an extent, it, the guys are old enough, they should know some different things to do. They've been playing long enough. But, I mean, you gotta, you got to have the guys make adjustments and do something different rather than, I'm just going to run into you and engage with you, and that's good enough. As Frost said, okay, okay it's not good enough. Good enough. And it's not. It's clearly not. We're now 4-4, four and, four, and we have teams like Indiana and Minnesota and millions of other teams that are already bowl-eligible and we're sitting here looking like the bottom of the Big Ten again. I mean, we look I, – I never thought I'd say we could finish sixth in the West. I, I really didn't, but the way things are going. I mean, shoot, Illinois blew out Purdue. Illinois, I mean, Illinois might be bowl-eligible. They're 4-4 four four as well. Yeah. I just I – don't, I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and that's what's more frustrating. No, I know because – I just don't. You know, even – even back when we first joined the Big Ten, I mean, we were we were competing for the division. Yeah. I mean, we went to the Big Ten championship one year. Yeah. We were right there a couple of other times. 
And it hasn't been close yeah. for, for the last few years. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty sad feeling. So another comment, and as I said, don't know if we talked about this, about this already, Wondell Robinson saying um, he's getting the old guys to get dialed in. Um, so we, we kind of touched on that, not specifically him, but he was calling people out. Um, and I, I didn't see this part, but McCaffrey said that young guys are going to take it upon themselves turn things around. Good. Um, Good. The, fre- <laughs> the freshmen being leaders, and he mentioned the old Riley guys are the cancers. They may be uh, bought in. Uh, it, it very well. Maybe they said they're bought in and they, they tried. I, Scott, Scott Frost I would coaches, say Spielman is bought in. Spiel, Spielman's, Spielman's not an I guy. He's not a me guy. He's he a team is, guy. He's a bought in guy from Riley. Again, I, I go back to – I don't even – I go back to the four, the 402 on the helmets or the, the area coach, how that's off now. I think it's because it turned into uh, this is about me and where I'm from, not about this is our team and we're Huskers, which I know it's a, it's a mindset thing again, though. That's right. bullshit. If you, but, but it is. It's a mindset thing. It's, it's this is where I'm from. This, this is me. This is who I am. And some of those older guys still could have been that way. I don't know if those younger guys or not. They probably were. Um, That's ridiculous, man. Like, when I was playing hockey and I lived away, like, yeah. yeah, I would be proud to be from Omaha, Nebraska, playing hockey. Yep. But that didn't make me feel like all high and mighty about myself. Yeah. It was like, oh, hey, I'm from Nebraska. This guy's from New York. This guy's from Texas. This guy's from Alaska. Yeah. This guy's from Sweden, Australia, Norway, Germany. Yeah, German. The German. <laughs> the German. Um, I'll have to talk to the German soon. Yeah. Sure. But, but that, that's, that's exactly what I hope for. And those are the guys – can't find the comment again, but some, something mentioned that the the frost recruits. Oh, here it is. Ross said the the frost recruits that they see the vision. They they're waiting, and unfortunately, they have to wait. They some of them have to. Wait. And unfortunately for some of them, you know, it it might be uglier than than pretty. Their whole go, they may just be flipping the script for the first, you know, for their two, three, four years in college. Mm-hmm. Um, before things really take off. Before things can really take off, and I think it's going to take it probably is going to take that amount of time. But you know what's crazy is if anybody here is on Twitter, um, uh, what's his name? Rodney Gross is that his name? Um, he's not the one who flipped, was it? Uh, the one from the linebacker. Oh, well, there's a, the guy that flipped. That's not Gross, was it? That flip from Nebraska yeah. to Mississippi State? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what his name well, is. Well, there, there's, uh, there's one of the guys on Twitter that, I mean, he is – he's all Nebraska. Like, he he's already committed, and he tweets about Nebraska all the time. He tweets to the players. He tweets to the fans. Huh? He tweets during games, and he is, like – he he is 100% bought in. He ain't even there yet. But the guy is excited to be there. So there is – I think something to be said about the recruiting that's being done and the guys that are coming in and the guys that are excited to come in because apparently there there's something that they there's a vision and something they see, something they see and something that they feel. that we're not seeing on the field now that they know they're going to see in the future and that is that to me is exciting and you see it with some of the young guys playing now you see it with McCaffrey you see it with Wondale. with Wandale you <laughs> see it with guys that are getting their chances and. Hopefully we see more. Even Trent Hickson. Hickson, Hickson makes mistakes. He's he's a uh, true freshman, left guard, 
That's tough. That's what I said. Very tough. That's what I said. He does make it's mistakes. Young he, kid at offensive, defensive line. But he's. But there are older guys on the offensive line making the same or worse mistakes. So he is a freshman. you, you got to give him time to get better. But the other guys on the offensive defensive line, you, you, you can't have time. We don't have time. You, you don't have time. So you have to get better as a player, and you got to make adjustments. If you're not willing to do that, you're gonna lose your, you should lose your spot on the team. Um, you're going to stay there and keep moving. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen Solvin, uh, Eli Solvin on the field much. I just thought I, about that. I, yeah. I, I, really, now that you said that, I hadn't thought about that either. So I'm not sure if he's been hurt, but yeah, he was one of those hurt. guys. He was a walk-on guy that had been playing really well, so I haven't seen him in a while. That's so. the only thing. With the, Someone do some research on that. <laughs> the, with the coaches being so – and I get it being coy about injuries. Yeah. I know hockey's big on that too. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Just stop. I'm fine with that too. But then you just don't know. And then like, why did Maurice Washington not play the first half? Why is, did DJ yep. Mills not? I'm not the didn't play the second half. Yeah, right? we know Maurice Washington's yeah. situation. But why is you know whoever? And here's yep. you know, what it is. What it is. Yeah, and Ross said there's, there's things going on in the locker room that aren't being discussed. It's, it's divided locker room. It, it very well may be. But I thought we went, I thought we got past it last year. But yeah, but it may be it may be some of those older guys, those Riley recruits that aren't still aren't, or maybe they thought they were bought in, and now they're like maybe well, they're not bought maybe, in. Maybe they're don't call maybe me they, out, coach. Maybe they bought in last year because they thought that you know they were working hard and that they were gonna be getting some more playing time this year, and then they were getting jumped by some of these other guys. I mean, you don't know. There could be a thousand different scenarios, yeah. but there could be guys that just don't think that. Things are going the right way, and yep. they're not working any harder to make things better. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Ross mentioned earlier, too, that Doman's a difference maker, and we've talked about him and, and preached yeah, about and him I mean, for a while, too. So. I feel like we kind of leave him out to dry, too, because you, you can't – you're an outside linebacker. I mean, are you supposed to cover that number one? Yeah. Are you supposed to cover that – I have that guy in fantasy. I didn't play him yesterday. I lost because <laughs> I didn't play him. And he, he actually had so he, many freaking catches. He actually wasn't the one put on him more than once. It was um, – it was either Colin Miller or it was Honan. Yeah. I mean, even Colin Miller. And Colin Miller's had a hard time covering him. Yeah. They, yeah. That dude has like 15 catches a game. Yeah. And, and Max just said Sullivan, JoJo, Colin Miller. Like, he likes those guys. I do too. Colin Miller, I didn't think he was going to do crap on defense this year. He's actually played pretty, pretty well. Pretty, he's not played pretty well. Um, haven't seen it was Alex Davis, uh, one of our other guys that steps in the linebacker sometimes. Um, um, it's A. Davis. I think it's Alex Davis. But. Um, not related to the other Davis boys. Um, was he the one that got the interception? I don't know. I missed it. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think I think there's guys out there that have the heart, but they're not seeing that consistent play time. Um, Markel Dismuke. I, I was excited about him. I'm not seeing a whole lot from him. Um, I'm seeing again a lot of missed assignments, a lot of missed tackles, jumping into plays and when you need to kind of sit back. It's so, hard because I feel like those guys that get. Put on our own. Yeah. I, I don't know. And we're seeing a lot of that. And I think that has to do with scheme. It has to do with <coughs> the non-adjustments that we're not seeing when things are happening on the field. And, and that goes back to not only in-game adjustments, but post-game watching film and not doing the same shit over and over week oh. after week. But right. it's not changing. We're seeing the same thing well, week after week. And guys getting into space. And, you know, if you play in a safety position, you got a guy in, sp- in space. It, it's hard. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a one-on-one. Like, he's yeah. got full speed ahead, and you're exactly. like, what do I do? Like, it's it's tough. So, you know, I I truly believe the guys that are coming into the system and into, into Frost and the guys 
that are going to be coming up in the next couple of years are going to be the real big difference makers. I think those are the guys we're going to see. We see it now on the field with McCaffrey. We see it with Wondell. We see it with Hickson, even though, yes, he makes some mistakes. He, he does get some holds sometimes. He does miss some blocks sometimes. But he's a guy that's able to play right away, not only because of lack of depth, but I think because he has the heart. He's got the potential to be great. So, all in, injury side, injuries aside, moving forward, you got Martinez, you got Vedro, and you got McCaffrey. So, obviously, the goal, the number one goal is to redshirt McCaffrey, in my opinion. Yeah. What do you do? If you have, I mean, if these guys are healthy, what? I think he's got a QB battle. It might be something where who's got a better week of practice? That's actually <laughs> who prepares better. I mean, who's going to prepare better? Who looks better fit to run the offense? Who's looking more confident? Who is who are the guys around him? You know, who trusts him more? The guys around him. Yeah. You know, talk to some of those guys, Wandale, JD. Some of those guys on the offensive line, you know, who do you feel more comfortable with? I, I think those those conversations are going to be hard to have. They, they Especially if federal starts And then, Martinez. you know, even looking to next year, you know, Martinez will be a junior. Yep. Vedro will be a junior. He's a sophomore. Is he really? Because he got a red shirt. Man, I didn't know that. That's crazy. So, it, I mean... It's going to be interesting. I think Vedral's played well enough that if he, if Frost says, I think you're better prepared, he's still going to start. One thing he's I, still starting one thing I like. He's still starting Martinez. You know I why? Think, Martinez is his guy. I, and I, and don't, dis- I don't disagree with that. One thing I will say, we threw out a few trick plays yesterday, which were pretty pretty, pretty fun to, to see mm-hmm. and watch. Um, they'll put Vedral under center and, you know, do, do whatever out of it. And, you don't do that with Martinez. Yeah. I know we did for the one game for like a drive. Yeah. We did the power eye yeah. or the eye, whatever. Medro seemed like he was all over the place. And I'll, I'll, be the, I'll be honest, I'll be the first one to say when people were calling for Martinez to get pulled because of he wasn't playing well yeah. and put Medro in, I was the first person to say <laughs> not so fast. Yeah. Like I think there's going to be a significant drop-off. That's why there hasn't they haven't done that. Um, and it's kind of hard to tell in the Minnesota game because they had a pretty good first drive that yeah. got stalled out, and then we couldn't stop them, and Wandale got hurt, and there was just <laughs> nobody around him. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, like I said, Frost isn't going to start anybody but Martinez if Martinez is ready to go because Martinez is our guy. He said more than once, he's my guy. I do think he is still – the more talented QB on the field. A lot of people might disagree with that. Ross seems to agree as well. He's the best QB. He um, I do. He I do think. I that. just think Bedro is better than I thought. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I think we can say for the first time in a long time, if QB one goes down, we have QB two and even QB three yes, we have that options. can you know when Tommy Armstrong he gets hurt. I mean, dude, Tommy never came out. I mean, never yeah, about, he, yeah, could, he could be throwing four interceptions. He's staying in the game. He, yeah, but that's because mm-hmm. what's his name behind him from Grand Island or whatever. I don't even know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Uh, he, I mean, just no. Big drop off. Big drop off. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, so here's a good feeling having that. <laughs> all stuff figured out. Yeah. So I, I do have to mention 
off season. And I know we're a ways away from that still. We still have a few games left. Still but, um, which is so sad. Hopefully, um, hopefully we'll get. Here's what I don't want to hear about that we heard a lot about before this season started. The gains in the weight room. Right. I don't care because you know what? It's not making a difference. No. If anything, it's made a difference in a bad way. In a bad way. You guys get put on too much weight. You gain too much muscle. Like, there, there are bad things that happened apparently because, hey, look at these guys getting strong in the weight room. Well, we're still getting our butts pushed around. We're still not able to be successful on the field because of those weight gains that we had. I just I don't care about the gains anymore. No one does. I want to see production on the field. I want to see exactly. guys be successful on the field. And I, I still don't get why they show guys, oh, they hit their max today and it's all over social media. I don't care. I don't care what this guy did in the weight room because the weight room does not – and it does not have field results. I mean, it can, but it hasn't maybe. been that way this year. Maybe for some guys, but not for most. So come down to the execution. I mean, you look at uh, what's that one guy that people were freaking out in the draft, um, the wide receiver that was just jacked and like, dude, you're huge. And he went like – he was a top 15 pick, I think. And they're talking about he's going to tear it up in the NFL. Never haven't heard of the guy all year. You know why? He he, he probably can't move his arms together to catch a football. I mean, yeah. the guy put on so much muscle, his shoulders are out this way. Like, yeah, like you might be fast straight ahead, but in the combine he couldn't go left and right. He was one of the slowest wide know. receivers. It is always funny. So though, the way they I don't want to hear about weight gain. I don't want to hear about muscle gain. I want to see results on the field. And I want to see our. And I don't want to hear like, oh, they're going to make such a big jump. <laughs> like, don't tell me about it. Just go out and do it, and oh then we can decide after the fact. Oh, my God. Someone in the media already said Luke McCaffrey, future Heisman candidate. Don't do that. Again, it's just stop because he's, he's still a red shirt. Uh, he may be, but why even talk about it now? He's only going to get four games this year. He's not getting any more than that unless we absolutely have to have him in there. So why even talk about Heisman? Because you said about Aiden Martinez. We talked about 2021. Not this year being a Heisman candidate. Right. But and I didn't But it's not like obviously I'm optimistic enough and want us to be as good <laughs> as we can be. But why so when you, people are saying, Oh yeah, I mean Nebraska could win the West, like in my head I'm like, Yeah, that sounds awesome. But yeah. when you step back and think about it, you're like, Why why would that all of a sudden happen? And we were four and eight last year. Yep. And the preseason I guess one thing I will say is going into next year, I can see the preseason hype being a little bit different than it was this year, yeah. and even the year before. Yep. Um, may have missed the comment, Which is but uh, not necessarily a bad thing. Um, Max said he's a Husker, ain't going anywhere. Um, Rod said, okay. "You had if you if you had Adrian and Luke in front of you, Vera will only be a backup here. Trust me, I want him to stay. But if he wants to play somewhere else, he's going to have to transfer." I, I don't I, I don't see him trans- transferring. Transfer, he already transferred. But I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I, don't disagree with that. I think the statement is correct. I think he, to me anyway, he seems like the type of kid that is going to freaking work his ass off. And if he when gets, he gets his opportunity, he's going to play. But if he, if not, he's perfectly fine being the backup. And he's played these games. He's scored touchdowns. He has yep. done what he wanted to do, be a quarterback in Nebraska and be he wants to play for, he, he wants to play for Frost. Play Frost. Yeah. He, he wants to play for Frost at UCF. That's why exactly. he went there. He's coming to play for Frost in Nebraska, whether he plays all the time or sometimes. 
he he's he is a hustler, hundred percent. And he's, if we have to put him in there, he's gonna friggin' bust his butt, and yep. he's gonna do a good job. I feel. Yep. But if he wants to be a starter, potentially. Yeah, I mean, he if, would, if, he'd if he wanted to, to be a, if he wanted to be a full season starter, he would probably have to go somewhere. Either that, or he'd have to go uh, all. Uh, was or it, uh, if you would have to have two different quarterbacks get hurt. He would have to injure himself. So I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I'm just what I'm saying. Um. But, you know, I, I think there's a lot of good things that we discussed tonight. I think, you know, everyone's kind of feeling the same way. I, I'm i with you. Like, yes, I was on Twitter, but I didn't respond to anybody or I didn't talk I did about not. anything to Brassie yesterday. Of times I've never done that. Because it's hard because, you know, everybody has their own opinion. Everyone wants to throw this person, that person, this person under the bus. And when in reality you have to, you have to take a wider view at what we're looking at. That's and, why I like to do this because you can – Read some things, and you can talk, and you can see what people have to say. It's, it calms me down a little bit. It does. It <laughs> um, certainly does. But I, th- I think a lot of a lot of people, a lot of true Husker fans, are on the same page. I think we are seeing that it's going to take longer than maybe we originally thought. And, I mean, originally, I, I did think, yeah, we could win the West this year. Our schedule is actually in our favor this year. Well, that that was the biggest thing. For me, it was. Well, okay. I was nervous about Frost coming in because I knew we had such a difficult schedule last year. Yeah. And I knew that was going to be really tough. We had to play everybody good on the road. And we lost every road game. So I knew that was going to be tough. But then on the flip side, I'm like, and that's probably why there was so much hype. Season two. Yep. Um, they had such a big jump at UCF after season two. We ended the season so well last year. Uh, everything was looking up. Martinez was a stud. Uh, the schedule was favorable, yep. and yep. maybe guys are patting themselves on the back a little bit too much. I don't know. Yeah, potentially. But I, I think I think you know it could be four years. It could be that twenty twenty one where we see our really tough schedule, or we're clicking on all cylinders, which is what we'll need that year because that's a tough year for us. Playing Oklahoma. I mean, um, you're playing Oklahoma. And we're playing in Ireland. Should be cool. Um, if anybody wants to help us out, we'd love to go. We'd love to go live there. I, I wouldn't you can mind. come with. We need to get a sponsor. That's what we need. If anyone knows if anyone wants to sponsor us and then we can get some tickets over to Ireland to go watch the game, that'd be pretty cool. Um, I'm just saying, I, we do got a lot of Irish in us. We um, do. There's a lot, a lot of red going on here, and we wear Husker red all the time. So, yes. Um, anyways, yes. throw it out there. A little, little stick out there. Um, but, no, I'm, I, I think – I am trying to take that wider angle view every game and not get as upset, but there's things that still still piss me off in the game. But I'm really trying to do my best to just take it all in and bring out the positives and see, once again, I'm not a coach. I didn't play D1 football. I didn't coach any football. I never will coach football because I don't care to coach football. <laughs> And, and I will never, ever go back to school and be a D1 football player. So there's a lot of things that go into the game, and I think a lot of people shotgun their comments, and and that's how they get their frustration I've out. popped off before, I'm really, especially this year, I have not. I think maybe one game I did a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I did say, I, I mean, I even text you, that's how, that's how I meant. Yeah. Um, you know, I said, you know, I obviously thought it would be better than four and eight, but at this point, I mean, what has made me see that, especially because of our defense, that yeah. we're going to be any better than that? Yeah. Hey, I think we should be able to beat Purdue, and 
We should be LV Maryland. We should be LV Maryland, but that's a road game, so yeah. you never do know. Yeah. And, and they both are. In hindsight, we should be able to beat Wisconsin, but we can't stop the run. Well, we're not. We didn't get run on yesterday a ton, but we're not going to be able to stop Jonathan Taylor. I don't think. I mean, <laughs> if they can get some talent from Ohio State, yeah, to uh, I'm, do whatever Ohio State did. I'm, they I'm, start, I'm, I'm starting to think that Ohio State loss was not as bad as I originally thought. It wasn't. Um, Minnesota's still undefeated. Minnesota's not a bad team. Uh, Colorado, they do have a pretty weak schedule, but they're winning their games, and they're winning big. Colorado should have beat USC on Friday night. They gave up, like, a lot. Too right. Much. I'm yeah. glad they lost their three and five. Yeah, um, no, I wasn't necessarily cheering for them to win. I just, after, um, after letting Jason was like, USC's never lost to Colorado, <laughs> and they were losing by 10 points. Yeah, yeah. But, so, you know, I think, you know, I, I hope more and more people just kind of look at what we have moving forward, if we get two wins, we get two wins. We get bowl eligible. We're six and six with improvement. Although we've taken a big slide in certain areas of the game, and we have guys that aren't playing that hopefully come in and make a big difference this next year um, to give us a little bit of extra pep going into 2021. So yep, I agree. But um, I got nothing else. I I did just want to say thanks to Max um, Zom. Uh, Ross Ron and Dwayne, uh, Jordan, Ross, always. Um, uh, there's another guy, Dennis, um, you know, we had a lot, a lot of people talking, asking questions, a lot of same people, so not, not, as, <laughs> not a lot of people, but I appreciate everyone it's tuning in, and, um, you know, it's, it's really fun when people talk to us and ask questions, oh, Donnie uh, was the other one, um, so we appreciate you guys, keep bringing questions every week, uh, we'll be back next week after the Purdue game. Uh, Purdue really sucks. Uh, North Northwestern is really bad. Um, yeah, we gotta figure out. So we we gotta figure something week. out because the Big Ten is kind of taking a hit, uh, and, and very, we're very top I mean, heavy right it's now. Very top heavy right now. I so tend to agree with that. Uh, hopefully we can make a change next year. And shout right out to my mom who's yes. kicking cancer's ass right now. Cheers to that. Positive thoughts. She's still having a bit of a hard time. Yep. She's. She's doing well. So yeah. keep, um, keep prayer, get your prayers coming uh, yes. for for Jimmy's mom here, uh, which is my aunt. If you guys didn't know we're related, you couldn't <laughs> tell. Um, anyway, so um, yeah, keep prayers up. Um, yeah, we'll keep blowing well. it up. So. Keep battling. Alrighty, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. I'm Matt and Jimmy. We're two average guys. Cheers. See you next week.